Educator Ewan Blackman hosts the You and Me and the ISD podcast, connecting the community to the local school district and ins and outs of how to work together to improve the quality of education for our next generations. Here's your host, Ewan Blackman. Welcome to You and Me and the ISD. I'm your host, Ewan Blackman, and we're here with Bill Parker, who is running for Allen ISD. We've had a couple of folks on from Richardson, and now we're going to expand our uh, horizons a little bit and look at what some other school districts are doing and some of the challenges they faced. And uh, a little point of note, uh, Bill also works in a local school district as well. So he's coming from the uh, previous teacher admin position. Uh, in fact, we used to work together, but I'll let him introduce himself and uh, tell you something about that. Bill? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on, Ewan. Um, uh, my name is Dr. Bill Parker, and I am a candidate for Place 7 in Allen ISD Board of Trustees this year. Um, I am a Marine Corps veteran and a former registered nurse. Um, I also worked in uh, healthcare consulting uh, as you know after leaving the hospitals. Uh, owned a small business and then uh, decided to try my hand at teaching, <laughs> uh, and and that's where I've, I've stuck. Um, Love it. I've never it's the best move move I've ever made. Uh, I've spent the last 17 years uh, working with students, working with parents, uh, working with uh, our community members uh, to help build stronger schools. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, my apologies, Dr. Parker. When we worked together, uh, he was just bachelor degree Parker. So that's right. I was just I was just Bill. <laughs> Yeah, but, but Dr. Bill has, uh, has been around for, for quite a while. And some of the, the strengths that I saw in, in Bill that I really enjoyed working with him at Berkner High School uh, was that he had a real connection with students. You really knew where they were at um, and, and how to connect with them and understand that everyone comes from a different place. You know, for all the talk of equity, diversity, and inclusion, uh, and, and those sort of uh, uh, words that get thrown around today, uh, this, this gentleman was pretty much in the trenches there living that every day at a very diverse school with uh, high needs populations, but also high excelling populations as well. We had a very dichotomous sort of population when you said Berkner? Uh, it was, absolutely. It was, um, it was very diverse. Uh, we, we had something like 93 world languages that were spoken yeah. in the building, uh, native languages. Um, and, and we drew students, so there was a high mobility rate. Kids moved in and out and in and out. It was hard to keep uh, some sort of consistency uh, school was their consistency. You know, I mean, yeah. we were there. I was there for them every day. You were there for them every day. Um, uh, but yeah, it was it was quite an experience. I've really enjoyed my career. Um, I've spent pretty much every year working either in a Title I school or a Title eligible school. And that's where the, the combat training came in good use. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Indeed. So so looking at, at Allen uh, um, ISD race coming up and, sure. and you've got a, an open seat up there. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. We had a trustee that uh, vacated their seat uh, in November. And so uh, this is the, uh, it was left open uh, because it was uh, widely considered that there were going to be a lot of people that, that went after it. Uh, so they left, they left it open and it's uh, the elections this uh, next month. Awesome. And, and so in, in context of this open seat and, and people having a, a choice there, folks up in Allen, you, you have a, a myriad of candidates to look at. Why should they, why should they go with you? What, what is it about you that, uh, other than what we just discussed, obviously, those, those are pretty big, big issues, pretty big um, uh, character uh, um um, positives that, that, that they get out of that. What, what's the big issue looming large for you guys and, and what are you going to bring to that? You know, I think the thing, it's on my signs, it's on my push cards. You know, I, 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 believe, uh, I believe experience matters. Uh, I know that there's one candidate uh, in the race that believes that we don't need another educator on the school board, um, but I beg to differ. That's exactly what we need. Um, you know, we've got seven folks on that board. Um, only one is an experienced educator. And, um, and when it comes to making decisions for our students, making decisions for our, our, our uh, our city, you know, that are going to have effect. This is the largest employer in the in the city is Allen ISD, um, and so I believe that 17 years of experience. I believe that understanding how how classrooms are supposed to be run, knowing how t tests and and how teacher evaluations are supposed to to look like, 
um, knowing I, I've worked on committees, I've, I've managed bond construction. Um, I just I have a just an unbelievable depth of experience and knowledge uh, that I'm willing to share with the district. Yeah, that's great. And for anybody watching the show knows I'm a big proponent of educators on school boards. That really tugs in my heart because I don't think we have enough of that. Um, of all walks of life, by the way, folks who are on the right, folks on the left, it doesn't matter. It's nonpartisan race, right? It's, it's that's not... right. That's right. I, you know, all local politics is local politics, and um, and and nonpartisan races are, are really how how local politics should look. And so that's and now I think part of that reason is is it doesn't allow people that chance to become reductionist thinkers and go, oh, you're a Democrat, oh, you're a Republican, oh, I can't vote for you because you're the other party. Uh, we just get rid of some of that education because really what we're here for is the kids at the end of the day. Um, and then how to get there. So I, I think that's an important thing to, to bear in right. mind. That's right. Fair enough. So, so looking into um, Allen ISD in the, the future, um, I'm very well versed in well, well versed, very well versed into the uh, issues facing the district that, that, that I'm most familiar with, Richard ISD. And, sure. and some of those um, are common to the entire school system nationally, if not uh, statewide. Um, and so how, how would you envision the future Education. If you could point to just one thing that we can we can hammer on that that we need to to improve upon uh, in education, what, what would you what would you think that is? You know, I think in I think in in Texas specifically, I'm going to go there. Um, I think school finance is a huge issue, and that's going to be a legislative solution. Um, yeah. But I believe that the one thing we can do day in day out is just remember that we are a community that we're all here together. Um, what I'm seeing a lot of is. Uh, national politics, wedge issues that are being forced down to the local level, to the school board level, and it's actually dividing our communities. Yes. And we have now have uh, communities that come to um, school board meetings uh, with, you know, who sits on the left, who sits on the right. I actually had someone at a meeting, of course, I prefer to sit in a particular seat because that's where I sit, right? <laughs> you, you get it, right? It's just that's comfy, right? Yeah. Um, and I had someone send me a text one day at a, at a school board meeting. They They said, Hey, I'd come over and say hi, but I didn't want anybody over there to think that that you were a such and such. You know, I mean, it was like it was like really, uh, it's not like that. But right. but unfortunately, those wedge issues are are pushing in and they're destroying our our community. Yeah, and and that's going to be a difficult thing to navigate, right? Going forward, I think we we had some contention over the last three years of COVID, and I think Indeed. that highlighted and exacerbated that polarity. Um, I've spoken at nauseum on, on on those issues, so not to, to rehash them, but but I think um, bridging those gaps, bridging that divide, it is. Um, yeah, a little engineering uh, a joke I tell the school boards a lot of times is is I'm not about I'm about building bridges, not about having cantilevers. That's not my it's just a, the one side. Right. It's just not my thing. But um, I'm up against a break here, so uh, we'll talk a little more about into the insights and the future of the, the Allen ISD and what you would bring to the school board as a a well well versed educator, a well experienced in all the issues that are currently out there in the administration role, in the teaching role, in the marine role, in the nursing role, and on and on and on. I mean, all those things, I just get excited thinking about folks that are that experienced and that well-versed in these things. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. It seems like there's never enough time in your business to get everything done that you need to. Searching for the right employees to represent your brand and satisfy your customers was already hard enough, and now there are even fewer options out there. How do you find the right people and keep them? 
My name is Terrell Tipton with Insperity, and we offer HR services that make your company make sense. Too often, local business owners take on HR activities, wanting to run their business on a shoestring, but that can mean sacrificing revenue generating activities that allow you to continue to grow and serve your community at the level you want. Call 972-409-4316 today. I'll walk you through Insperity's outsourced HR services and health insurance options and help you come up with a plan that gets the most out of your business and your budget. Insperity provides stability to businesses in uncertain times and has been helping companies just like yours since 1986. Call 972-409-4316 and talk to me, Terrell Tipton. It's time for your business to run better, grow faster, and make more money. 972-409-4316. Call today. One last time, 972-409-4316. Welcome back to you and me and the ISD vodcast here on the OBBM network. And I'm with Dr. Bill Parker, the uh, school board uh, trustee candidate for Allen ISD. We've expanded a little bit out our branches. We talk so much about Richardson. It's time to get out and look at some other districts as well. Um, we were just talking about uh, insights in the future of education for um, Allen ISD and, and, and what your visioning there was. Can you talk a little about some of the finance portion of that? Because budgets uh, loom large right now for a lot of school districts. We've talked about Richardson. I've done a whole podcast on that, so we'll leave that alone. But, but just give us a little insight into some of the, the challenges that Allen is facing with regarding finances. Um, I will. And, and the challenges in Allen are not too terribly different than Richardson. You know, Richardson is very well built out uh, with, yes. with some multifamily being built that, that can add. But, but Allen is, is almost out of real estate. Uh, we've got a few pockets of development that, that can still continue to build out, um, but we're no longer considered a growth district. Oh, wow. And under House Bill 3 fi uh, School Finance, um, districts are rewarded for high growth. And so our revenue stream from the state has flattened. Our revenues have flattened. Uh, and like everyone else, our, our costs are increasing. Um, you know, since, since 2019, our fuel costs for our fleets are up 52%. Our insurance for our buildings uh, is up 60%. Um, construction costs for bonds that were passed three years ago now cost 35% more to build than they, than they originally did. And I could continue. Yeah. Um, but, but where, where, we, where we run into an issue is that 82% of our, 82% of our, of our revenues of our budget goes to salaries. Yeah. Which means somewhere in this additional 18 that's available, we've got to continue to run the district, pay our bills with, with the, the prices going up. Um, and that, that's hard. You know, when we start talking about teacher raises and we, and we start talking about taking care of teachers, um, in Allen, for every one, if we give a 1% raise to our teachers, it's $1.7 million. Wow. Um, for the 2022-2023 school year, uh, we did adopt a, a $5 million deficit budget. Um, we're going to have the same for the next year. Uh, but with recapture under House Bill 3, um, we're going to be facing somewhere between a 12 and $13 million deficit budget for 2024-2025. And that's where we're really up against the wall. Um, so I think it's important that we sharpen our pencils, that we find redundancies in systems, that we find efficiencies of scale that we can put together, um, because we're going to have to find ways to to save money. Because uh, absent a a a new funding formula, right? Uh, you know, because uh, right now we're talking about the inflation, we would need an extra eleven hundred dollars to the student to the regular student allotment yeah. to continue services at the twenty nineteen level. Um, some of the things we can do um, between the lines is that we can, within our current technical education, uh, we have the CCMR outcome, uh, outcomes uh, bonus. So you have to explain a little bit. So we, we'll use a lot of acronyms for sure. We've got CTE, CCMRs, and we'll talk about uh, ASVAB in a minute, all those. All uh, of them. Uh, so, so just as you go through, if you wouldn't mind for our, for our audience folks, so just to give us uh, an understanding of what those uh, uh, 
acronyms stand for. I will, and, I will. Uh, and how they work, and then, then what the opportunity is there for, because with CCMR, there's some opportunity there for the district to get paid for some of the successes they can have, and hopefully that can drive some success. Now, I have seen the flip side of that, where on the TEI, for example, Texas, uh, sorry, Teacher Excellence Initiative, or Texas Exodus Initiative, as I like to refer to it sometimes, <laughs> and the, the TIA uh, stipend yes. that it gives teachers, that, that brought about some negatives that I saw in the Dallas ISD. Um, and again, I've talked about that on, on a different podcast. So uh, sometimes when you throw money before the horse, it, it does generate some, some issues of its Absolutely. own. Uh, but I also do believe in rewarding success and, and finding a way to financially uh, remunerate uh, districts for some of their academic and um, career-ready um, successes they would have. Could you cover that a little bit in how Alan is utilizing that to, to generate some perhaps uh, extraneous dollars into the budget? I'll certainly do that. So when I talk about CTE, that's career and technical education. Um, those are our trades. It's uh, it's everything from culinary arts to welding to uh, metal precision metal work, uh, auto auto mechanics, such as, things such as that. Um, that's current technical education, and we do have a separate budget for that. Um, part of what we do with our state accountability standards, uh, I talk about CCMR. Uh, CCMR stands for College and Career Military Readiness Standards. I like to call them career in college. I like I put career first. Uh, CCMR is, is uh, career in college military readiness, uh, and that's part of our state accountability that we must put out college and career ready. And you actually covered all three of those in your life, didn't you? Yes, all <laughs> you were career, you were college, and you were military. Uh, career, college, and military. Doctor Parker, that's come on. It. Um, so, so within CCMR, um, they have what's called a CCMR outcomes bonus uh, that's payable to districts. Um, any student who graduates that um, has passed the TSI uh, writing and math, and TSI is a is a uh, it's a it's a college placement test. Often it's used uh, for our community colleges. To it's like the ACT, okay, or SAT. It's just a different name, different test. Uh, so TSI, if you pass, if a student passes TSI math and English, and if they complete an industry-based certification in a CTE field, um, such as uh, entrepreneurship or um, uh, Java, or, or, you know, these- like Welding. Welding, um, yeah. Culinary. Culinary arts, uh, the, 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 the serve safe food manager, Great. right? Yeah, there's a so long list. There's a long list. So if we have TSI Math and English passed, and they have a, 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 a certification, then we receive a, a bonus per the student to the district to help pay for the resources that were used to help educate them. Uh, and they range anywhere from two thousand, three thousand, five thousand dollars per student, oh, that's uh, based upon the socioeconomics and uh, uh, special education status of a student. Oh, wow, that, and that's so significant. Those are things that we need to track. It's not enough to have kids enrolled in the classes. Now let's make sure they're taking those industry-based certifications. Let's make sure that they also are passing their their math TSI, et cetera. Yeah, I, I think the other day I saw an article about um, programming. If you're a C plus plus programmer. Mm -hmm. Take a guess, folks, what starting pay is as a C++ programmer. 120000 a year. That's starting. Wow. So, wow. so it makes Dr. Parker and I, Bill, both of us feel rather poor when we start <laughs> running those numbers. We'll go back to high Indeed. school. Indeed, right. So, so to, to, to wrap up on this, uh, we're up against a break here shortly. We'll, we'll come back a little bit and talk about um, some of the ASFAB and how we can utilize some of that perhaps to get the CTE credits and, and get people into the, into the right uh, areas of interest. Um, and perhaps expertise or, or, or want for expertise in the future. Because guess what? Not everyone wants to go take high school, uh, uh, sorry, stay away from high school into college and, and doing physics. It breaks my heart. It really does. 
but but that's unfortunate uh, how it was. But stay, stay tuned. We'll come back and uh, Dr. Parker and I will have some more conversations with us. Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bratis, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today, that's 469-450-7350. Welcome back to Ewan, Me, and the ISD. I'm your host, Ewan Blackman, having a conversation with the Allen ISD School Board candidate, Dr. Bill Parker, and uh, just chatting a little bit about uh, some of the CCMR stuff um, and how that college, career, military ready, and how that plays into uh, generating more funds for the budget. And we just wrapped up with, you know, you can make up to 5,000, I believe it was, for having certifications and a couple other uh, caveats as well. And let's talk a little bit about this uh, military ready part of that. What, what's that all about? Sure. So, uh, you know, we know not every not every student uh, wants to wants to uh, go to college. Not every student may want to do a technical career. Um, and so uh, part of our accountability is that um, the state will 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 say that we've done our job to educate a student if they join the military uh, following graduation. Um, it's a it's an indicator that's not They've been trying to figure out for the last few years yeah. how to measure that. It's been tough. Um, most recently, starting with the spring uh, 2023 graduates, it's going to be the responsibility of the school to upload a government form uh, proving the enlistment uh, to the state. Um, and it's it's a secure form. It's a secure upload. Like, can you not get a Marine tattoo? or? Yeah. It, well, yeah you can't show the <laughs> tattoo. It'll just be uh, it'll be a, a proof. Right. Uh, don't get me lying. It's either a D4 or a D2 form. Uh, Some government but, number. But the school district will upload that. That's great. Uh, because in previously, they were trying to figure out how to get the reporting directly from the federal government to the state government. Uh, they've decided now, TEA said, well, we're just going to go through the schools and let the school do the self-reporting. Um, so once that occurs, then this year we will be able to start uh, getting points for our students. Uh, that and what are the students? Part. So all students have to do is enlist. That's it. They have to enlist. Correct. Oh, wow. That seems like a pretty straightforward uh, stat. And with the, with, the, with the challenge that we're facing right now with uh, military recruitment, that could be a... A good stopgap measure, at least from the state of Texas, perhaps. Sure. Um, let, let's segue that then into a little bit of this this idea with the uh, the school district um, 
testing, right? We talked about the, the TSI test and we talked about ACT and the SAT, mm-hmm. and then you got the ASFAB um, and, and how we can utilize maybe some of that in a creative way. We talked about this uh, offline the other day with regards to the ASFAB and how you can um, utilize that for CTE and, and understanding where the students are coming from. Correct. Um, in the last legislative session, um, the Texas legislature uh, passed a law that said that every student, or excuse me, every high school has to provide students the opportunity to take the ASFAB um, test during the school day. Uh, at least once, it poss- possibly might be twice a year. I know that my school does it twice a year here in Richardson. Um, ASFAB stands for the Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery Test. Uh, it really, it, it, it tests you on basic math, it tests yes, you on right. basic uh, uh, thought processes, engineering, knowledge of, of uh, science uh, and, and different principles. And basically, it's exactly what it says it is. It's an aptitude test. Um, and one of the ways that we've been using that at my school is that uh, we take these ASVAB, uh, we re- get our students to take the, the exam, they sign up. Um, it's not compulsory. It just has to be made available for them to take. Um, but within the CTE uh, courses or with our rising students, um, we're encouraging them to take the ASVAB because part of what that tells us is what areas do they have a particular vocational aptitude. So we can help them understand what they might be successful at, what they may enjoy, and we're using that information to help to help them to inform their, their course choices if they want to take a CTE route. Yeah. That's what that, that, that journey of self-discovery, I think, exactly. is, is highly, highly critical for our uh, high school kids especially. So I find out where do, where do your skills lie? You know, what can you uh, uh, hone in on? And I think that well, hone, hone skills to hone in on what you're good with. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you look at, um, right, <laughs> words. Uh, if, if you look at some of that, I think that, that's, that's critical for our students to understand that because I think there's this, this general idea uh, in, in society is, hey, you can do anything you put your mind to. I'm a strong proponent of that when you're younger, but as you get older, there's times to, to recognize your limits. Like, uh, I'm not going to be a swimsuit model anytime soon. That's just my limit. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> so, so helping our kids navigate some of those uh, strengths that they have. Maybe they're more science inclined. Maybe they're more um, um, culinary arts inclined, or whatever sure. the case may be. I think those are awesome. And I, I think you have some, some terrific ideas, uh, Bill. I do. I do think you have some some nice uh, understanding of the uh, school system and the 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 multitude of complexities of of the uh, systems in place. And whether we're talking about budgets, whether we're talking about um, a career path. We're talking about how to, I think, um, uh, talking about some of the um, magnet schools that, that they have in the, the district where sure. where we have these specialized programs for students who have already discovered their proclivity for one thing or another. Um, and I think those are those are important skills to bring in. Uh, so if I could segue some of that into talking a little bit about this Team of Eight idea. You know, school board's got seven members and then the superintendent, they call it Team of Eight. And it's sort of everyone just pulling in the same direction. And And how do you navigate with Folks that, as you pointed out, you got six folks on the board that are not uh, educators, right? Uh, or five, sorry, because you, you want right. one up to position. But you have five positions that, that are not educators. One is, hopefully, if you, you're successful, you can add another one sure. to that in that list. How do you build those coalitions between folks on the left, folks on the right, and getting them to work together for the betterment of our students, for the improvement of what we're doing? Sure. I, you know, I think it's important. Um, you know, I'm also going to say that, you know, I said, yes, I do believe we need another, uh, another educator on the board. Um, I don't believe that it's a requirement. I think mm. that we have we have people from all over, and so I, I just want to make sure that that people understand. I'm not saying that it, that it should be yeah, that we don't have enough. But it's a huge um, positive. It's a huge positive. I think uh, it's I, a requirement. I use the I use the phrase, you know, when you when you're an educator, when you've got the experiences over the years in the education, it's kind of like knowing how the sausage is made, right? Mm. It's like you know, it takes a little bit of this and a little bit of this, and you work together uh, to make everything happen. Um, everybody loves sausage, but Me they don't all know how it's made, right? Unless uh, so, you're vegan. But. Unless you're vegan. Um, but 
he threw me for a minute. Sorry. Um, so, you know, <laughs> what, I, what I want to do is I want to bring my skills and my knowledge and my experiences uh, to the board um, because I do believe that, that they're going to be complementary to some of the skills uh, with our other board members. Um, we, we have some that, are, that have uh, served in the PTA for years. Uh, we have some that, that work for the city during the day, um, you know, not as, a, as a, an office, office holder. Uh, but we have people that, that work in IT. We have people that are uh, married to educators. We have people um, you know, who have a finance background. And so it's a, it's a complimentary. And I think that, that part of what I can bring is that I can identify those, those complimentary skills and I can say, can I get a little bit from you? And, and can I get a little bit of information from you? I need to understand more about IT. I need to understand a little bit more about uh, from someone who's been on the board for 15 years. I need to l understand a little more about how the, the board needs to communicate. Absolutely. Um, and so it's, it's about complementary skills and finding those places to, to kind of move in, move in and out of the conversations yeah. um, to make this work. Yeah, fantastic. So, so um, I see you're running out of time, but uh, fantastic uh, to, to see you running for the board um, and then giving it a go. We, we appreciate the service. I appreciate Thank all you've you. done for students that I've seen in the past. I think those are, those are marvelous. And folks, uh, Early voting, April 24th. April 24th, 8.30 to 5.30. And the election is May 6th. Please get out and vote. And uh, hopefully if you make it uh, successful, we'll have you back on the show and discuss a little more about what's happening in education. Perfect. We'd love it. Thanks, Dr. Bill. Right. Uh, Parker, thank you. And uh, stay tuned, folks. Next time, we'll see you on You and Me and the ISD. You've been listening to the You and Me and the ISD podcast on the OBBM Network podcast. For guest and sponsor information, reach out to Ewan at 214-901-5013. For programming information and permissions to reproduce all or portions of this podcast, please call 214-714-0495. You and Me and the ISD podcast are protected under copyright law and reproduction without permission is strictly prohibited. Follow the OBBM Network podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and remember to leave us a review. Thank you for listening. Share this with your friends and family for a proactive approach to solving issues in our school districts.